And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid and conservative and just plain right, making it cool to be a conservative every single day of the week. Hey, um, I got to tell you, Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations in our listening area, one on Hughes Road out in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. I, every Friday I say this, man, what a great opportunity for Saturday morning. Don't have to mess up the kitchen. Don't get the usual old biscuit, the old tired fast food drive through No, Just Love Coffee Cafe has amazing award-winning dry roast coffees, light, medium, and dark roast. They got the cappuccinos, the lattes, the espressos, like Charlene calls them, the treat coffees. You got uh, uh, any number of major menu items that are unique and different, right down to the waffles that they cook. Um, but I will say this, one of the things that I love about Just Love Coffee Cafe is they're not just about food and making a buck, all right? They, I mean, that's all important. But they're also about giving things back to the community and doing things to sort of support the community in which they reside. And so tomorrow morning, Travis from uh, Just Love Coffee, want to make sure you guys knew, tomorrow morning, Horizon Elementary School's PTA will be out at their Madison location of Just Love Coffee from 8 to noon trying to raise money to put a new AV system in the cafeteria. So I'm just saying... If you're thinking about Just Love Coffee on a Saturday morning anyway, the Madison location's got it going on, trying to help a local elementary school's PTA raise some money for, for things they don't already have. And, and that's, that's, that's an important gig. That's, that's part of supporting your community, and I really appreciate the fact that Just Love Coffee does that. So, yeah, Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations in our listening area, one on Hughes Road in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. And tomorrow morning from 8 to noon, the Madison location is going to be raising, helping raise money uh, for the uh, Horizon Elementary School PTA program's uh, effort to put new AV gear in the um, in the cafeteria. All right. I'm going to be jumping into education in a minute, but I, I got to take an aside here. So the text lines have blown up. We asked the question earlier, um, you know, what what do you think we're going to find on the 41,000 hours of, uh, of footage? Um, we, we got any number of answers, some, some of which – are just just pretty funny. And then we got some other chiming in about education. Uh, Randall from Newmarket says, everybody on the video, video footage is going to be looking for the other white glove of Michael Jackson's. <laughs> that was random. I never, I didn't expect to hear that one. Uh, Steve from Tennessee. We hadn't heard from Steve from Tennessee in a while. He just texted in. He says, public education needs competition. Gas is never cheap in a town with one station. Perfect point. Perfect point. Uh, Bobby from Pell City Said it's uh, been ever since I've been listening at 7 a.m. this morning. Uh, he's asking what about something with, oh, the radio. He says, the, Boomer, we need to check on that uh, live stream. Something's going on. We'll, we'll check on that. Bobby, thank you from Pell City. We appreciate you listening. Gary from Decatur. Um, the State Education Board already has a surplus. Yes, they've been upfunded every year for the last 10 years. Um, I don't know if you can call it a surplus when they spend it. Um, we, I, I got other texts coming in. Uh, Glenn from Bluntsville says, my cousin left teaching in Alabama. She said she had a pay raise that did not offset the bureaucracy or the teachers union rules for her to continue to teach. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. We need, there's good people in education and we need them to stay. Uh, Badger from Athens says, my biggest moment of awakening in education was running into a teacher in public and realizing they were really people too. And that is true. I do agree with that. Uh, I've got several in my family and yes, I do agree. They're normal. They're, they're real people. Now, there's some unreal members of the education community, too, which shouldn't be in a classroom whatsoever. Uh, and, and I tell you what, it's leadership. Uh, it, it's, it's, it, 
change can happen, but you got to want it and you got to have the backbone to make it happen. Change can happen. I got a story here from Fox News came out uh, two days ago, three days ago. Says headline, DeSantis unveils his 2024 school board target list to block woke ideology from Florida classrooms. If you're not familiar, during the last election cycle, there were several members of local school boards around the state that the governor of the state said, you know what, I'm going to support your opposition. And he did. And it made a difference. So DeSantis, it says, met with Florida House Speaker Paul Renner, uh, the co-founder of Moms for Liberty, Tina Diskovich and other key leaders in Florida's school board reform movement. Did you hear that? They have a school board reform movement in a Tuesday morning meeting. And during that session, DeSantis unveiled a list of 14 school board members around the state who he did not believe were protecting parental rights and that he intended to see them unelected in the next go-round. That's amazing. Says Diskovich, uh, one of the co-founders of uh, Moms for Liberty, said DeSantis' leadership in education and his focus on school board races has been a game changer for Florida. He said he's building a model right now for how governors should champion parental rights in every state in the country. We are so thankful for his willingness to take on this fight. Boomer, we were talking yesterday on the Boomer McQueen segment. I think it was I think it was I think it was McQueen that asked me, "What do you what do you want to see in a leader?" And I said, "Backbone." Yep. I want to see somebody that's willing to stand up and say, that ain't right, and here's where we're going. Mm-hmm. We, we do not have that happening a lot right now in our, our, our governor's office here in Alabama. Uh, I'm ready to see her take a stand and call some things out and go for it. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. I got more of that. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right, covering down across the great state of Alabama. Northern half of the state is just like covered up with Right Side Radio. I'm talking about from way on down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gaston, parts of even Georgia and Tennessee and Mississippi thrown in just for good measure. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, the text lines. Leanne from Huntsville says the uh, 41,000 hours of footage is going to show Nancy getting Botox. <laughs> uh, Brad from Limestone County. Um, we're going to find the last surviving VHS copy of Disney's Song of the South in Diane Feinstein's office. <laughs> Paul from Matheson says they're going to finally find D.B. Cooper. That's funny. That's just too funny. JT from Lacey Springs says tapes are going to show people lined up to be hugged and sniffed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We got some funny people in this audience. Um, hey, I'm going to jump back into education, but I, I got I to I I stop real quick, though, and just do a total aside. I'm, I'm totally going off script, Boomer. I'm off like, script. Off Uh-oh. script, dude. Boomer <laughs> and I just found something that we want to do. 
Oh man, yes. <laughs> this is a total aside. I didn't. I did not know this existed, this and I now I'm very excited about it. Well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a free advertisement for them. Okay. I just I just ran across it when I was looking for something else on, <laughs> off uh, during a break. Hellabacon.com. Hellabacon. That's H-E-L-I-B-A-C-O-N. Hellabacon.com. It's out in Texas. It's helicopter hog hunting, and they load you up. You got everything from you know uh, magazine-fed rifles to belt-fed machine guns, and and they take you in in, in basically retrofitted Huey helicopters flying Man. with the doors open, and you're hunting on wild hogs from the air. How cool is that? They even have helicopter. They have a night vision hog hunting. They got group packages. And they have gift certificates you can get where they call it Give Gifts Wrapped in Bacon. Get- <laughs> it, says, it says, give the gift of heck yeah. And, and it, it just, I mean, I'm, I'm having is- flashbacks to, to sitting in the door of a Huey with the doors open, hearing the wop, 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 while you're, oh, man, I'm just saying. So hellabacon.com, boomer. I, I may have to give, I'm going to give them a call next week just, just to see what's up. <laughs> Phil needs one. <laughs> I think that's gonna be that's just cool. You you tell them that we will come out there and and they can they can advertise on this show. How about that? <laughs> I sw- that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just I'm looking at this thinking I am in. Hey, one day we're gonna be in Texas too, so they 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 can just jump on board early. Come on, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> come on, <laughs> hellabacon.com. Boy, that was a that was a total aside. That was, but that was oh a cool aside. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, there's about. There's about a, a, a thousand right side ruffians that are just pulling it up right now. Hellabacon.com. Yep. What is that? You mean you can fly in a Huey, shooting an <laughs> M4 out the out the door? Yes, you can. I'm, I'm looking at one guy. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a he's got a saw, a squad automatic weapon, just blasting away at a pack of wild hogs running across the plains in Texas, while he's flying at low level, nap Ooh. of the earth in a Huey. Wow. Good lord. <laughs> All the fun and testosterone any one man could stand. Hella bacon. Hella bacon.com. Do they sell that bacon? I don't know, dude, but I mean. They should. It, yeah, but I mean, how good can it be after you after you ding it several times with a 556? Five, <laughs> I'm just saying. Not too good. No, I'm pretty sure that'll break a tooth. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Now that I have uh, now that I have just announced to the world what Phil wants for his birthday, um, let me jump back on topic. So, woke in the classroom. Here's a story that has sparked this for me. National Review has a piece that came out uh, yesterday. National Review headline: Social justice curricula is having a measurable impact on students. Well, you might imagine. I mean, first of all, uh, kids when they're younger and they're still forming their opinions about life. Uh, this is. I mean, why do you think the wokeists are going there? I mean, why do you, why do you think that they're trying to get into the schools? Because they know if they can catch them young, they can basically raise up the next generation of activists. So National Review has this piece that says there was a survey that was done by the Manhattan Institute uh, most recently. story came out uh, yesterday. It says, based on a survey of more than 1,500 Americans ages 18 to 20, so they went straight for, you know, new graduates. You just basically just got out of school. The report seeks to inject hard data into a cultural debate that is often fought using purely anecdotal evidence. What they're basically saying is, 
There's not usually any empirical evidence out there for us to be able to say, here's why that matters. Here's what's happening. Well, they did one. 1,500 respondents. They put questions to them. You're recently out of high school. Did you ever hear any of these fundamental concepts or ideologies talked about in your school? Things like, there are many genders, not just male and female. In America, white people have white privilege. America is built on stolen land. And so they did this concept, or these concepts uh, surveys. 90% of the respondents said they had had at least one critical race theory concept spoken to them at school. 74% of them said that they had had at least one radical gender concept talked about in school. A third of them, 32%, were taught that there are no counter-arguments to those positions. In other words, it just is, don't question. Students were also taught these concepts tend to be the ones who adopt those concepts. So it stands to reason. You've got kids, again, who are um, still developing their their sense of things, their their positions on life, their their own personal principles and mores are being developed. Uh, and, and you've got someone who's in an adult position in their life telling them, here's how it is. 32% of them are being told there's not even a counter argument to it. And it says that they are the ones, those kids are the ones who tend to be more left-leaning when they get out of high school. Huh. You think? All I'm saying is there's a poll right now that begins to put actual data to what you and I know to probably be true. Um, so let me go down this road. What about when parents find out stuff's happening and they want something done about it? What do you do? You know, first of all, I would love to say we can sit back and wait on the governor's office to come up with a plan. If you live in Florida or Iowa or Arizona, maybe so. If you live in Alabama, you might be waiting a while. So what happens then is parents have got to, got to get active. And I got two stories here, both of which came from Fox News, actually, um, that, that talk about parents that decided, you know what, not on my watch. Because I, here's the thing, folks, I haven't said it as much lately, but Charlene used to always say when we started the show, she said, remind them there's more of us than there are them. And it's true. You are not in the minority when it comes to your sense of things and you wanting to maintain conservative values and get wokeness out of your classrooms. You're not in the minority of that. You're not. Nationally, and certainly here in Alabama, there are more of us conservative viewpoints about kids and education. There are more of us than there are them. Here's two, two great uh, articles here. Uh, it came out in late January, this one on Fox. Says Iowa parents are outraged at their school district after a board member claimed that the public education system is not supposed to teach kids what parents want. Really? And it got worse from there as she tried to crawfish her statements. <laughs> Gerilyn Jones is a lady who chaired a local Moms for Liberty chapter in Iowa. Said she she actually took her kids out of schools because there were transgender policies allowing students to choose which locker rooms they could use and bathrooms to use. And yet in the middle of all that, well, why would there not be that kind of thing when you've got school board members saying things like what happened in that district about, you know, literally parents don't matter. It's not about what the parents want. It's about what the system wants to, to teach them. 
And when the when the school board member was called out on it, <laughs> like it, it didn't get any better. She comes back with this comment. She says, after the backlash, she comes back with, quote, our community is the collective for which it exists, not for any one parent, any one student, or any one person, but rather for us all. The only agenda of public education is to educate everyone for the benefit of everyone. Could we have a little bit more Mao in there, please? Could we, could we get it? Can we get a little bit more of the, of, the, of the Kremlin in there, please? Our community is the collective for which it exists. What a knucklehead. But, folks, this is what happens. School board meet, school boards, we've got an actual, I mean, we've got a school board member in Huntsville right now that ran saying she was one thing, and now she is totally another. I'm telling you, school board members matter. Here's another reason why they matter. Because they can get sued. So you've got, you've got this situation right here, and I believe this is in Forsyth County, Georgia. Um, Cindy Martin, she's the chairwoman of a grassroots parental group. They call themselves the Mama Bears. So the Mama Bears got active because they discovered, this one lady did, that there were truly pornographic books in her children's library. And so she, she called it out, but she didn't know what to do. And so she just basically turned to her left and right and said, any other moms worried about this? Oh, yeah, they were. So next thing you know, this whole group of women, they call themselves the Mama Bears. They went to the Forsyth County School District, and they said, we're calling out these books. One of the ladies actually began to read out in the school board meeting what was in the books and was stopped and not allowed to do it and was told that her it was inappropriate. Well, then why is it in my children's classroom? They just took the school district to court and they won $100,000 in legal fees for being shut off and not allowed to share their opinions and to call out the issues at a public school board meeting despite being allotted time to do so. I'm just telling you folks, woke's in the classroom. It takes leadership at the state level. It takes leadership at the local level. But it absolutely takes leadership at the grassroots level. You can't sit idly by and just let stuff happen. Boomer, if I'm going to take that call, I better take it now before the break, man. Um, let's, let's, let's do it real quick. I got about a, about a minute and a half. Is that Lee? Lee from Huntsville. How are you doing? Hi, I'm great. Hope you are, too. I am good. I'm good. Okay, so um, I find it interesting that uh, people can't tie all this stuff together, but communism has been hiding in academia for since the 30s and 40s and 50s when it was sought out here oh, as yeah. being like the McCarthy hearings, you know, and it was, it was, um, then, you know, everybody was fighting against communism and communists were like the original people that even in comic books they fought against. Right. And socialists like the Nazis. Right. So they went and hid in academia because they knew they had uh, friends there. And so it's been hiding and fomenting in academia for so long it's become who they are, period. And so that's who they're putting out um, into the school systems. And they decided to push that down into K through 12, probably starting more like the 60s, 70s, 80s, to really make that direct push into K through 12 from higher academia. So this has been um, this has been happening for years upon years upon years, and it's just now where. It's not that it's happening more now, is that they're bold. They're bold and they're putting it out in front of everyone, basically saying, we can teach your kids whatever we want, 
because it's better for the quote collective. Yeah. And that's just a buzzword for communism. It it's all is. about the collective. There is no individual. Well, it, it absolutely is, and it's it's maddening. And the and but that's that's why we can't lay down on the job. We we it doesn't even matter if we have kids no. in the school system. We could still care about the school system, and 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 you people have to care. absolutely do. It, it it boils down to how much do you want the next generation to have what we had, and it, and it, it's going to take people getting active, whether we have kids in the system or now or not. What's well, going to take people being. Uh, uh, more scared for the future than they are being called racist or whatever, anti-something yeah. or other. They have to be willing to stand up and say no, no. Yeah. Lee, perfect point. I got to run to a break. I appreciate you as always. Have a great weekend, all right? Mm-hmm. All right. That's the, mm-hmm, she said. <laughs> all right, but we're taking to the break, man. We got to do that real quick. Come right back. Put a lid on this week. Heading into the weekend. Hope you guys have got some great plans. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.